Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. John. Yes. WTF. The time has finally come upon us, Dustin. The time has come upon us. Yes. Let me just walk you through my weekend. Okay. Okay. It starts Friday night. Okay. My son's varsity football team is taking on a, a powerhouse in, in our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't anticipating winning, but we were anticipating it being... A competitive game. A good game. What do you think happened? I think they probably started out good and then things quickly went downhill. Completely blowout. Okay. Complete blowout. Complete. Yeah. Like, very minimal, minimal positives from the experience. Okay. Pretty sure the coach told the players afterwards, if you're not angry after this loss... Don't come back. Don't come back, exactly. Okay. Yep. Now, on a side note, my son did well for what, for what he's supposed to do, okay. but this is a team sport. Yes. So we judge it based on how the team did. Correct. Hey, all well and good luck. We weren't supposed to win. The team is young. We have injuries. Sure. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to turn on my Atlanta Braves. Okay. Okay. It's, it's game... Five, Braves are up three to one. If they win just one more game, they make it to the World Series. Okay. And not only do they make it to the World Series, but I promised my mom if the Braves made it to the World Series, I had two hotel rooms booked, one for me, one for her and my dad. We are flying to Arlington, Texas, and we are going to game two what? of the World Series. What? Yeah, super stoked, very pumped up. And the financially conservative side of me yeah. was like, hey, Braves, if you're able to clinch it on Friday, flights are a little bit cheaper. Wow. Look right? Because that's kind of yeah. how yeah. airline flights go. Yeah. The longer you wait, the more expensive yeah. they become. Well, guess what happens? Mm, yeah, not, they don't win. Mm. Yeah, not even going to let you guess. They don't win. Okay. That's all well and good. It was only game five. We still have game six and seven. They only have to win one of those. Okay, good. And it's Saturday. Do you know what goes on this time of year on Saturdays? Uh, College football? College football, yes. And my beloved UCF Knights have traveled up to Memphis. Okay. Now, I was pre-Rona. Okay. Supposed to be up there with our good friends Karen and Andrew. We try to do one road game a year together. Okay. Um, we're we're going to go to Memphis. Never been to Memphis Walking in Memphis, I got 10 feet off a of beal. Like, you know, yeah. the, the song's going. Well, then the Rona kind of puts a shutdown to that. Yep. So we don't go, but it's all well and good. It's on ABC, 3.30. I'm going to go to Publix. I'm going to get some hot and spicy oh, yeah. wings. Yep. Uh, I think I have a couple IPAs in my fridge. I'm all 75 hard. I'm a cracking IPA. <laughs> yeah. Life's all well and good. Guess what UCF does? Mm, I'm going to say it was a competitive high-scoring matchup until overtime? Almost overtime. Yep. So they, they, they lose the game. Okay. It's how my sports weekend went. They lose the game and they lost it last minute. They tried a 43 yard field goal with their freshman kicker and he missed it wide left. Okay. And I get a little bit bent out of shape when I hop on Twitter and I start reading the UCF Twitter mafia going nuts, bashing this poor 18 or 19 year old kid. Yeah. As if that field goal was the reason why the defense allowed 50 points to be scored against them. Wow. Right? I mean, come on, guys. So, um, let's see. Braves get to play Saturday. I'm going to fast forward. They lose. Okay. It gets me to Sunday. Hey, all well and good. I got the NFL on. Yeah. I get to watch the Jags. Yeah, let's go. Okay, there we go. Yep, yep, nope. Total, complete shit show. Jags lose. Mm. 
Tampa Bay did win. Yeah. I and I'm I'm really enjoying watching this new Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, we bring New England to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Kind of like how you got, you yeah. know, yeah. New England yeah. and Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, call yeah. that the John Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh Jags lose my fantasy football teams vomit on themselves. Yeah. Um, and the Atlanta Braves, I stay up till midnight to watch them lose. Game seven. Oh, game oh, seven. So there was womp, womp, they womp, had three womp. chances. Sorry, Cindy and Don, we're not going to Arlington. No World Series for you. No World Series for me. And uh, the Braves ran the bases uh, worse than when I once coached a 10U travel team. I'm pretty sure that uh, the coaching staff had that, that those boys running bases better than the Braves ran all series. Okay. And I get to come into work today. That's a win. That's a win. I got to see you. How was your weekend? I mean, uneventful. I mean, I didn't get as many L's as you did, but, you know. It was good, I guess. I cleaned up the back room because my, my mother-in-law was coming in town, so I did fun stuff like that. Like, clean. Is that a good thing? Yeah. It was yeah. always great to see it. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned you didn't get enough L's. Yeah. You like L's. I mean, I think taking L's is a part of life. I think it's like one, how one responds to getting the L is really the learning. Well, because it's all about perspective. Correct. Yeah, so I just told you everything that sucked about my weekend. Correct. Yeah. You, you want to hear about everything that was great about my weekend? Yeah. 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 Ready? Let's stop right there. Okay, this episode coming into it, we knew was potpourri. And for those of you that don't know what potpourri is, potpourri I stole from, it's a Jeopardy category. Yep. And if you watch Jeopardy or you play the at-home version, and the category is potpourri, it's basically anything goes. Mm -hmm. That's today's episode. Let's anything goes. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, you didn't take as many L's. And you <laughs> said so in a very positive demeanor. Like, man, I kind of wish I took some L's like you did. Yeah. But I also only told you everything that didn't go the way I wanted it mm -hmm. to. And that's because my perspective was inverted. Correct. Right. My my perspective, how about this? I got to watch my Braves lose three games because they're good enough mm -hmm. to be in the National League Championship Series. There you go. Right. I, I got to do it because I have a job. I can afford cable. Mm -hmm. And I sat in my home and... Enjoyed it. Yes. That beer tasted amazing yeah. because I got to experience 75 hard. Yeah. And because I got to experience it, I also then got to celebrate it, which, by the way, five pounds. I threw <laughs> five pounds on in a matter of four days. Oh, wow. Now, I do know a lot of that was um, re uh, you know, the, the retaining of salt yes. from the unhealthy food I was gorging myself on and the couple beers I had. I literally had... A beer Thursday, a sangarita on Thursday night, and a beer Saturday. That was the extent of my alcohol consumption. Okay. But I probably ate 1,700 chicken wings and hamburgers and hot dogs and bratwurst and fish dip and lots of things full of sodium. But I, I digress. What I was getting back onto was perspective. Yeah. Right? Our perspective is, why am I afraid to tell you, Oh, hey, by the way, when I was training for my half marathon, I ran my fastest seven miles on Saturday. How awesome was that? You did. You did yeah. mention that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why are we afraid to do that? Because I'm, I'm going to come across braggadocious? Uh, so that's a little bit. But you, you don't, you take so many L's coming up to it. You're like, ah, that's insignificant. Now let's, let's flip the script. What if the Braves had won? UCF did win. Something, who's the other team? Jags the won. The Jaguars. God, you might have drunken yourself into a stupor. How, who knows what would have happened? If all the good things went good. You don't learn to appreciate it unless things go awry. Yeah. No, 100%. And, and we don't focus on that. Mm -mm. Like, our, our perspective is so out of whack. I mean, I, and I actually stole this 
from someone else who stole it from someone else. Mm-hmm. But it's like in life in general, if we can exchange the I have to versus I got to, mm-hmm. like it was my privilege mm-hmm. to watch the Braves lose. How fortunate am I? Yeah. You know, oh my God, I, I have to go to work today. No, I get to go to work yes. today. Yep. Like how there's a lot of people. Uh-huh. I mean, in fact, like almost a million last week alone. Yeah. That no longer have that ability to say, oh, I get to go to work. Mm-hmm. No, they got to go out and find a new job. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. Um, I got to go horseback riding with my daughter. And the weather was beautiful. WW. Yeah. And the four year old mare that I'm riding right now, I only had to kick her in the mouth <laughs> twice. Twice. Yeah. Still Literally. wouldn't drink the water, though. She would not drink the water. If you follow us on IG, you would, you would notice yeah. that. I've only had one horse that, that, that when bathing, she loved drinking yeah. the water. Uh, most horses, no. no they, they, don't, they, they don't play with it. They, they don't at all. Okay. Like, especially when you squirt in their face. Like, <laughs> like hey, yeah, here, here's yeah. a hose, kid. No. No, no n- not, not one bit. But, yeah, no, this, this four-year-old that I'm riding right now uh, on a really bad day, she likes to turn around and uh, try to nip at me, bite okay, me. Yeah. She's young. She's yeah, a baby. Yeah. So you got to pop her in the mm-hmm. mouth a little bit. And there's some probably like PETA people that are going to track me down. <laughs> yeah, and, too late. He's on it. Uh, <laughs> easily. So, fun. no, but yeah, it, we, I, I had a great weekend. Yeah. You know, but uh, I think things in general about perspective. You know, it's funny. It's your demeanor. The fact that you articulated it on the podcast. And as you were saying, I could physically see you're like, yeah, it's not, it's not so bad. Because, God, this morning, completely different. This morning I was, man, I was fit to be tired. I'm was fired up. Yeah. Like, how about this over the weekend? You know, things that fire you yeah, up, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, uh, good friends of ours yeah. are looking at buying a house. Okay. Okay, so uh, my wife and, and the other wife, they're like, oh, what's the link? And let me look at pictures. And do you think my furniture will fit in there? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, how about this pool versus that pool? And, you know, one kind of... Rich folk problems. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. like, not, yeah. like this, this, these are um, privileged problems to yeah. have, trying to figure out where your furniture and, oh, my gosh, I don't think I have enough furniture for that room. I may have to go buy some new. Oh, my gosh. But, but then I heard the conversation turn to, well, he's watching the game right now, but try them tomorrow. Well, he would beat me. Um, I don't know why someone would be calling my 12-week-old puppy or my 15-year-old son yeah. tomorrow, and nor why they'd be at work, so it must be me. So wife hangs up, and I'm like, oh, you know, why are they going to call me? Well, you know, they're worried that uh, now's not a good time to be buying real estate. They've read some things and talked to some people, mm. and guess what they don't do? Call you? No. They don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> we just did an episode on this. I know. Like, man, I wish they tuned in on a regular. That's why we do these things. Yes, we have fun doing them, but you know, now I get to go have a 30-minute conversation that they could have just listen to preempted the, the conversation. Yeah, yeah, listen to the podcast. Yeah. But guess what that is? It's a good problem to have. Perspective. It's a good problem to have that someone cares enough about my opinion that they want to reach out before they go and make this massive purchase. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Not bad. Yeah. You should feel good about it. I feel real good about it. Yeah. What, what are some things that you and I were just riffing about uh, early on today that, um, oh, no, we, we talked about get to versus, uh, versus Just because you should doesn't mean, oh, just because geez. you can doesn't mean you should. That's life in general, right? Yeah. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. Like, you'll come and say, why did so-and-so do do this? 
I'm like, ah, maybe they feel like they can, but like, what a, what a great life lesson. Like if you can do something just because you can, doesn't mean you necessarily should that, that applies in business, mm-hmm. right? If, if someone walks into your business life and you look at them and for the most part, they would, would meet, meet your criteria of a client, mm-hmm. but their time frame doesn't work with your time frame. Mm. Maybe because you have to go out of town for your cousin's wedding, or maybe because your supplier's backed up, or maybe it's because you promised your wife that you were going to get away for the weekend and not work, mm-hmm. or your spouse and not work. But just because someone comes in and wants to do business with you doesn't mean you have to take their order. Mm. It's okay to pass on it. Let's think about buying a boat. Yes, you, your favorite. Yeah. Just because I can buy a boat, does it mean I should buy a boat? Nope. No. It may be cheaper for me to rent a boat each and every time that I want to mm-hmm. because it's less hassle. Or I was thinking about my buddies who uh, run their home investors business. And right now, I mean, things are banging for them. Like, they've, they've hit their stride and hit their groove. Okay. And I do a little, little coaching with them and, um, you know, just try to parlay my 12-plus years of experience here at Waterstone with what they're trying to do. And yeah, there's a couple of properties that they just have to pass on. And it's bothering them because someone wants to sell them the home. Mm-hmm. It would make business sense to many others, uh-huh. but it would disrupt everything else that they're doing and everything else that's going good for them. And I had to tell them this morning on our call, look, just because you can, doesn't mean necessarily that you should. Because if they buy these two properties, they're now going to have to hold on to these two properties for four to six months uh, due to the type of property and type of transaction it would be. They'd have all that money tied up and it would prevent them from doing some other things uh-huh. that may be coming down the pipe. Yeah. So it's like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Same thing goes for a car. People say, Dio, you've been driving that car. I just had this. Yeah. I met my buddy uh, Robert for oysters and beer on Thursday uh-huh. and um, I drove him home. Not because he was drunk, because uh, his fiance was there with him. And then she had to leave for like a job interview. And he and I were in the midst of a conversation. I looked at my watch. I had 20 minutes left. I'm like, you know what, Robbie? You live five minutes down the road. I'll yeah. drive you home. Yeah. But he gets in my car and he looks at the mileage. He's like, oh, my God, you have like 148,000 miles on this car. Damn. He's like, why don't you go buy a new one? Guess what my answer was? I don't need one. I like the one I have. Yeah. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. Like, this car works. And I like it. Yeah. Like if it works and I like it, it anything else is kind of irrelevant. Yes, a newer car would come with newer features, a newer car, well it would be new, it yeah. it had that new car smell. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, so there's another uh potpourri moment. What's so here's a question for you going back to that just because you can doesn't mean you should. What's the balancing act because a lot of times on the show we talk about, you know, LOs or business people trying to, you know, get their leg up and it's always about working hard and being diligent and being willing to pick up that phone call late and making that extra TBD call. What's the balancing act between kind of working hard to really build yourself up versus kind of not taking every opportunity because it's there doesn't mean you should. Does that does that make sense? Yep, consistent success. Right? When 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 you're in the groove versus when you're on a hot streak. Mm. So early on, your your efforts are going to get you on a hot streak. And, and, and you'll be streaking and it's like, great, I just had two good months in a row. Mm-hmm. It's more of when your good months become your average months, mm-hmm. your great months become record-breaking, and you are so dialed in that you're predictable. 
Like it's it's that moment when you know your numbers so well that you can maybe take a step back. You can say no, mm-hmm. right? Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. You know, there's certain clients, especially as loan officers, that you know, there's certain clients that refer them to someone in your office who would be a better fit for that client. Refer them to, to someone who maybe knows that program or product better than you. Mm-hmm. Refer them to a rookie just as a way to pay it forward and to not have that particular client take up your time. Yeah. So, you know, but, but, but for me, it's going to be, again, not when you're, you're early and on a hot streak. So if you think about all the budgeting we talk about mm-hmm. for that person who has no credit card debt, for that person who has six months reserve, for that person who is consistently and diligent saving for retirement, mm-hmm. that's the person that when you're there, whether you, you help nine clients that month or you do X in sales that quarter or it's a smidge below, it's not going to negatively impact you. Mm. Um, but it's always going to be a balancing act. You're, you could swing too far left and too far right. The ultimate goal in business and in life is you want to get your pendulum to where its swings are minimal, mm. that you're, you're staying for the most part right in the middle. You know, big swings. I mean, they're 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 hard to. They're fun when they swing in your direction. <laughs> they're terrible when they swing away, and they're very disruptive. Mm. So I think once your business gets it to where it's also um, without the pendulum swings, and you just know you know your numbers. Yeah. In a bit in business, you know your numbers. I know right now that November. I knew November was going to be slower than September and January. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that because I know my business. Mm. I know that's the cyclical nature of the mortgage industry. Gotcha. But I also knew it because I track how many new files we start as a, as a um, company. Mm-hmm. Well, when I start less new files in August than I did in July, that means my closings in October or November, because we typically have about a 60 to 90 day lag, you call me today because you want me to pre-approve you, I'm typically not closing you for 60 to 90 days later. Mm. So if I can track my numbers going into it, I think that, 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 that also helps me. So if I'm tracking my numbers, and to answer your question in a different route, if I'm tracking my numbers and I notice that, oh my gosh, it's October, and I'm pacing 20% more new files started, or if you're an auto dealer, 20% more ups are coming through our doors this October than last October. Mm-hmm. I can maybe be a little bit more selective mm-hmm. because the algorithms tell me I'm still going to close more business in the coming months than I did the previous year. Mm-hmm. And therefore I can, I can be, be more selective. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. But it comes down to knowing your numbers. Yeah. No, that's good. What else? What are some, <clears throat> some crazy topics that you and I have been riffing about? It's interesting for those that are listening in. So yeah, you know, Coleman and I, we meet every day. We'll be, I mean, we work eight feet from each other, <laughs> yeah. and I talk super loud, and he puts on his headphones the best he can. <laughs> Especially I always feel bad because, like, when he's editing stuff, like, like when, when you're sitting there editing, yeah. and I know you're editing because you have all of your monitors going, your screens are up, and I just walk over and start talking to him, or I'll yell out. Like, it starts usually like this. I'm like, JC. Hey, what's up? No, yeah, there you did. But sometimes either he'll ignore me or the headphones are so loud 
that I have to go tap him on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, but 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 we do meet every morning at nine thirty mm-hmm. just to touch base. Correct. Um, and then it's during those calls or those those talks that that's some last five minutes, some last fifty minutes. Sure. So sometimes we go down crazy rabbit holes and you start making notes like, oh, that'd be a great topic. Yeah. And I start I start to think I'm like, gosh, but can we really? teach a good 20 to 30 minute lesson on that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've now covered, um, this is going to be episode 71. Wow. Okay. Well, so we, if you back up, yeah, 71, but, not counting episode zero, which was the launch which was the yep. introduction every, 70. So I'd say, yeah, 70, 70 episodes. Now. Okay. Shit. But, but what are some things that, that we bring up in these post-production meetings mm-hmm. Where the topic just might not be relevant to stand on its own, but mm-hmm. maybe we could throw it in today. Why do people spend more money than they have? Because they're ignorant. Explain. I mean, they're uneducated, right? If, if I'm not Webster, so I don't have my own dictionary, yeah. but if I were to think I would look up uh, Webster's and Webster's dictionary, the word ignorant, ignorant is uneducated. It doesn't mean stupid. doesn't mean dumb. Mm-hmm. just means uneducated. People are uneducated. Also, people are hopeless. And when you're hopeless, I think you tended to do things regardless of rational thought. Mm. So it starts with they don't know any better and they don't care Mm. at the end of the day. So shows like this or community outreach programs like you and I talk about wanting to get involved in, Mm -hmm. the goal would be to educate and to give hope. Mm -hmm. If you can show people how it can be done and then give them hope that they too can follow a plan to to get there... Mm -hmm. Um, and most things take time, like yeah. like anything, anything. I mean, you you can be really good once, right? But can you be good? Not really good, just good, decent, average, every single day. Yeah. Every day, can you put together a performance that's average to good? You don't need to be great. Just be average to good, but average to good every single day. Mm-hmm. That's how people get in financial fitness get into physical fitness. I mean, it's reading books. We talk about this on the show all the time. It's reading books. I'm not a good reader. I'm a slow reader. I have very bad reading comprehension skills. Really? Bad. One wouldn't think that. As much as you read, either you're acting really good, but one wouldn't think just by talking to you and getting to know you the way I've known you that reading comprehension would be something you maybe struggled with. I would much rather have you tell me a story and then I can formulate a way that I feel like I can tell your story better than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. that. That is, uh, and that be, could be some some hubris right there. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't have the best reading comprehension skills. I sometimes will read the same page three or four times. No, I do that paragraphs at a time. I'll read a whole paragraph, forget what it was because my mind kind of wanted, but came back. But you're able to retain the things you read in the books, and you read like almost every night. Is it like enjoyable for you at this point? Has no, it no, be- no, 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 no. Really? So still, no. to the, it's not like, oh, I can't wait to sit down and no. read 10 pages. Nope. I, I, so I read this morning. Um, and I'll tell you, like when I'm not on 75 hard, I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing my, which is going to be just a once a year reboot. During 75 hard, I will read four books. So guaranteed there's four books I'll read that year. Mm-hmm. But I started a new book and I'm only on like page 26 after four days. I picked it up once, read a paragraph, put it down, something happened. I never got back to it. I've developed a habit that I read when I have my morning coffee. Okay. 
I developed that habit after reading the book Atomic Habits and also because there was a point that I was having to read for the challenge and I was studying for my CMB written exam. Mm -hmm. So there was no way at night I knew I was going to study for an hour plus read 10 pages. So I flipped my, uh, my routine and started reading in the morning while I had my coffee. So, okay, now I'm glad you brought up the, the CMB. So you recently got certified, congratulations. Yeah. And that takes a lot of studying and reading, but you just said you don't really enjoy studying and reading comprehension. So how were you able to push through study and then I think ultimately crush the exam on like all facets? Note cards. And I put together a game plan that I followed. Like, so when I studied, it was one hour a day, every day for 21 days. Bullshit. Yep, every day. In fact, it is bullshit because days 19, 20, and 21, I studied for two hours on day 19, four hours on day 20, and nine hours on day 21. What? Yep. Like, and I made note cards. But all I did is I, it's blocking and tackling 101. There were six sections. So I realized if I spent three days per section, it would allow me to get through all six sections in three weeks. So I studied section one starting on, on, on a Monday, one hour Monday, one hour Tuesday, one hour Wednesday. I would read, because oh, I had a study guide, like a 200-page mm-hmm. study guide that m- me along with like 13 other people put it together. So of the study guide, the 200 pages, I was only responsible for you know roughly, what, 15 or 12 of those pages. Okay. And we put that study guide together one hour a week for six weeks. Yeah. But, uh, but when it came to the studying and this is everything, like you can chop everything you do in life and you can, you can chop it down to very small, um, um, bite size, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But, but bite sized pieces. So I knew 45 minutes to an hour I could do, right. I can do 45 minutes to an hour every single day. Okay. Can't do two hours a day. Can't do four hours a day, but I could find and make time for that. So I'd look at each section. If each section was 20 to 30 pages, I knew that, okay, I'm going to just read the, the, the study guide day one. Day two, I'm going to do half the study guide, making note cards. Day three, making note cards. When I made note cards, flashcards, mm-hmm. what I was doing is taking the information that was written technically and putting it into words that I understood. Mm. Because if I can read something and then break it into terminology that makes sense to me, mm-hmm. Then I can tell a story. So, and, and, I, and I've learned this about learning. Learn something so well that you can teach it. Mm. When I study, I study to where I can teach it. So do I know this enough to teach it? If that was the case, then yeah, I, I moved on. And that's how I tackled every single section. But it was 45 minutes to an hour every single day. Because there were six sections, I was able to say over a three-week period of time, mm-hmm. I could do two sections a week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, hmm. Sunday would be left open for a, 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 a what if. And usually I needed, I needed that Sunday because one of the sections ran longer uh-huh. and I just, you know, it, it pushed me back. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that was how I studied for my CMB. But we're talking about my, my reading comprehension skills. Just... No, nah, I just, I just read because I like the person I'm becoming the more I read. Hmm. Um it started off because of a challenge, right? Yeah, I know. And then and that challenge was a bit of a lifestyle change. So hmm. I, but I picked up, my, and my new book is kind of cool. It's uh, written by the, um, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street, right? They made oh. a movie on um, mm-hmm. uh, Stratton Equities, like 
I can't remember his name. I'm reading his book, <laughs> right? And I can't remember yeah. his name. I can't yeah. remember the name, of the, the name of the book because my reading comprehension skills are that bad. That's crazy. Jordan, Jordan Belfort. That's, okay. Okay. That, yeah, that, that, that is the original Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, there's a movie on it. Mm-hmm. There's other movies that are based on the, the, the mm-hmm. story loosely. He now is a um, motivational speaker, sales trainer. So he's written a book that came recommended. I don't know. Here's what happens in my life. Uh, someone recommends a book. I write it down. And then like three months later, I come across a piece of paper that has just the title of a, of a book and the author. And I, I get kind of crazy and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on Amazon and buy it. Yeah. So I bought that book and uh, I actually had someone recommend the big book to me, uh, which is uh, uh, Alcoholic Anonymous. Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, you should read it. And I'm that person. If you tell me I should read it, I'll, I'll read it. I've read, read some crazy books really? because someone recommended it. No shit. Yeah. I mean, the, the book Untethered Soul. Now when did I read it? And the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, oh, WTF. I've now recommended like 17 people to read it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm also a very much like a, a sure why not person. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll read that book. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I can learn something from the big book. That's, that's interesting, Dio. I, I have another question for you. Okay. Given your work ethic and now you have this, you have 75 Harvard, do you procrastinate at all? Do you, are you a procrastinator? Yes. I don't buy it. Bullshit. Seriously? Uh, yeah, because all you is you have your day planned out, you have your month planned out. Okay, I gotta take this test in three months. If I spend seventeen minutes a day in forty two seconds, I should be able to get through section one by Thursday. It's like it seems you have a very rigid rigid structure to where you don't allow yourself, should I say, to procrastinate. But that's not the case. No, I'm a procrastinator by nature. Um, I I like to cram. Um, I like having my back up against the wall. Sometimes I find I'm the most creative. Yep. When 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 I have yeah, it's like, it's whenever my mind can be consumed mm. by something. Mm. Well, when you wait to the last minute, you don't you give like- yourself any anything else. You have no other choices but to be consumed by it. Mm. So for that three, for those three hours, yeah. I am fully invested. I, I'm, I'm glad. Let's dive down this rabbit hole about procrastination because I'm very much the same way, meaning I procrastinate, I wait till the last minute. However, I found myself in those situations when you work the hardest, you have the best outcome, it's very stressful, but afterwards you are, you're able to exhale and take a deep breath. I find myself, I operate, operate like that just because I think I'm a creative and I think most creative people don't really pay attention to times and whatnot. Why do, you, why do we as humans put ourselves in that situation to where we know, hey, I'm going to wait till the last minute. It's going to suck. I'm going to do it anyway. And then somehow it always, for the most part, turns out somewhat good or better than had we prepared ourselves and we're ready to go. Yeah, I would, I would like to have someone on here that would like talk to us about that. Like that's probably more of like a psychologist, right? Like mm. what's what's the psychology behind procrastination? Uh, it hasn't come up in any of the books I've read mm. or any of the courses that I've that I've attended. Mm. Um, but I would like to know that because it's there's no way it's healthy. There's no, no way no. that someone's going to be able to say, "John, you are more creative. You're you're right." That way, kid, keep on procrastinating. No. No, it's um, and, and look, me prepping for 21 days leading up to it, that's the only time in my life I've done something like that. I mean, I am a um, I'm a what what time do I go on stage? Okay, wait, what yeah, yeah. Don't talk to me for the next 45 minutes. 
They're like, oh, you need to go like practice. I'm like, I need to go prepare, practice, <laughs> practice. Yeah, I'm I'm the guy running up to uh, the 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 mixing board. Yeah, like three minutes before I go on. Oh, I'm like, oh, by by the way, this is my welcome music. <laughs> what? You don't have Lil Wayne? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I get all all bent out of shape, and mm-hmm. then it's someone else's fault that you know I didn't have my my shit together earlier. Uh, I wouldn't recommend procrastinating as a parent. Like, you know, my kids. What do you what? Don't you have a chemistry test in nine weeks? You yeah. should start studying today. Yeah. Like, but, Dad, we haven't even covered some of the stuff in the material. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Read, a, read ahead. Yeah. My, my, yeah. my dad would actually say that. Read ahead. I'm like, what? Yeah. Read ahead. Did he? I mean, no. I mean, yeah. I, no, yeah. of course not. Interesting, Dio. So what else you got for me? Oh, what what have we talked about when 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 we don't have the mics? I mean, and I the lights. I talk about aliens in the universe. Those are my main topics. Aliens in the universe. That's all I'm – that's a – Fully what I'm consuming. Okay, so what do you think about this asteroid that's heading towards us? There's there's not one? Yes, there's an asteroid they the, always... the size of a, re- a refrigerator. It is coming towards the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Actually, towards the <laughs> I know. I, I go, wow, you really, they really nailed it down to where it's going to – no. Yeah, well, you know, some people who live in our country fail to remember that there are other countries. How and, dare you? <laughs> but, uh, yes, the, the, the Earth, the Earth, there's an asteroid coming towards right, us. Clickbait, I'm not worried about it. You shouldn't be nah. because everything I read it. Yeah, it's not gonna. Yeah, it's, it's good scientific scientific uh, cannon fodder. But no, I'm, I'm a big universe guy. I believe in like the aliens and stuff. So yeah, that's so what are we an alien? Yeah, I think so. If you've seen the movie Prometheus, I think that's a documentary. I think all the old stories like the Odyssey, all these wild tales in the back of the day. I think when we're we're taught indoctrinated, you're young. Like these are fairy tales. Don't believe in them. But as I get older, I think there's some truth to them to where it could be. Science fact, to be honest with you. Science fact? Yes. We believe in science. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I have an open mind. So I'll, I'll listen to the far right, the far left, the far up, the far down, and then kind of uh, formulate my own opinion on things. Very good. What um, what have you learned? How about this? What, 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 what have you learned? Yeah. Because coming into this job, you kind of were – you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. No, I didn't. You didn't. No. It was a J-O-B. Yes. Came with a guaranteed paycheck. Yep. And you're like, sign me up. That didn't even ask any more questions. No yep. negotiation. Sure. What do I sign? Yep. What do you need? Yep. yep. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, and you've got to go to Vegas for the <laughs> yeah, first yeah, week. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is great. <laughs> but no, over, over the past, going on nine months, mm-hmm. it's been nine months. Holy God, cow. we got right. a baby you're together like, literally now. growing a fetus. Um, but over, over the past nine months, what are some things that you've learned being a part of the Lone Officer podcast? Um, the first thing I've learned is that... I want to say anything is possible. You can like if you just if you can do it. Uh, YouTube University is really good, but um, I think if any anything's possible, put it out there in the universe, and I think the universe will reciprocate it. Um, I think even being on this podcast, there's a lot of stuff I didn't learn in high school, but honestly, I wish I, I should have. Um, budgeting, money. Um, what's the what's the main thing? The most the, the biggest thing I've learned since I've started this podcast and doing this podcast is that. Th- I would say I'm, there's no limit to where we can take it. At first, I thought this was going to be like a one-off kind of side project. Uh, but seeing how it's grown, seeing like the positive response, um, I've learned that there is no limit to kind of where we can take this. So, shit, that's kind of what I've been thinking. Yeah. So, like, you're ready to take the launch of podcast big time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can. Uh, the way things are going, yes. Yeah. yeah. If we're so fortunate, if we're so lucky. But, mm-hmm. you know, we you remind me of this. That we actually practice what we preach, mm-hmm. right? We're consistent. 
Mm-hmm. Not every show or maybe any show is great. This one, pretend not, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. But honestly, no. No, but but we're consistent. Yeah. We produce two shows a week. Every week. Every single week. Mm-hmm. And we aim for them to be average to good shows. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not bombing. We're not knocking out of the park. Um, and we're trying to get better. Yeah. But we're not backing down and we're not giving up Mm -mm. and we're staying consistent. Yeah, I'm excited to see where we started if people scroll back and see the first three episodes and where it started. And the fact that now we're honestly able to come on air 30 minutes before and like, hey, do you have an idea? Do you have an idea? No, but we'll still figure it out. Full disclosure, the first episode, the launch was so fun to do. But I listened to it and I cringe. Wow, I know. Right? Like, I had to reach out to you a few weeks ago. I'm like, hey, some of the links we have link people to the launch. <laughs> Can we stop linking people yeah. to that episode right off the get-go? Yeah. And I almost want to go back and reshoot it, but then that almost seems fake. It, it is. And and not authentic. It's not. But um, it's part of the process, bro. It like, is. It, we, you have to leave those, like, those, uh, the wart on your ass, so to speak. You got to leave those up there because you got to see where we came from. Now, I'm sure there could be a time like, hey, God, episode 71, what were we thinking? And as is so on and so forth. But uh, I think it's part of the growth process. But, I mean, we didn't we didn't have hats before. We didn't have swag. We didn't have gear. Uh, but now it's like it's really becoming a thing to where, shit, like, it's tangible. We got gear now, like swag. Yeah, in, in episode 71, we specifically sat down and said, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, let's just riff. Yes. Right? Let's just riff. Uh, if anything, for an opportunity for people to get to know you and I a little mm-hmm. bit better, we're, yeah. we're less prepared. Um, maybe it's more entertaining for, for some. Other people may hate it. You have some juicy okay. nuggets in there. I already know what I'm – I already got a couple shorts running in my head. Well, here's – look, I don't know how you consume this, this uh, show, but if you're not checking out JC's promos that he does, and they're, they're posted on IG, they're posted on Facebook, mm-hmm. you got to. In fact – you need to almost put a um, what's it called when you string Mon- them all together? Oh yeah, like a like a sequel, like a long like a, a like a montage. Yeah, yeah, montage. You need to have a montage of all of them and oh, just just, just let them rip. Ha- just have a I mean, that'd be like that's a, a great an, idea. A, an hour long reel. <laughs> Yo, I should on on YouTube. Look at just, you. just, yeah. just put them all together because I get excited. I like I get I get excited to, to see them. I don't I don't know what they're going to be. That's mm. that's his creative outlet, not my. This is my creative outlet, folks. Yeah. Like this is my time to. Kind of let loose and 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 be me and just kind of go, but JC gets to get behind his Mac yeah. and he gets to play with with. I mean, he's used uh, Bezos and SpongeBob yeah. and um, I mean the guy from um, Carol Baskin yeah. and I mean WWE wrestlers like yeah. like and he puts them together. They're creative. They're funny. So you should check them out. Um, but here's here's one one last maybe parting. Just I don't even know what like. Like things that I wish we could do a better job of of, of discussing on the show uh-huh. or changing people's mindset. What's that? And I wish people would think bigger. Like I, I thought about this when I was asking you, like, what did you pick up by coming and joining a mortgage company? Yeah. Like you joined a mortgage company as a media specialist, a role that no other mortgage company has that I know of. Yeah. One that we had never had. I just recently created it and we were going to figure it out. Yeah. But was I was just curious if by being on the show it has shown you I should think bigger. Yeah. Like, how do we get more people to think bigger? It's That's difficult. Like, I mean, as a kid, most parents, I hope, I had parents who did this. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful. You can be anything. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the most part, yes, yeah. within reason. Correct. Look, I can be a professional baseball player. 
right now at 42 years old. I wasn't good enough coming out of high school to play Division One. Mm-hmm. I was not. Fact. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be a professional baseball player today. I mean, yeah, if you're playing MLB The Show on PlayStation. Nope. I may have to move to Yugoslavia, and I may play in a Slovakian uh, baseball league okay. for 20 krona a day. Yeah. By the way, I don't even know if krona is... You said it with sudden confidence. Right? I wasn't going to look it up. Yeah. Uh, but I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really think about it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Now, could I be an Olympian? No. No, but I can race in, you name that race, mm-hmm. half marathon, marathon, triathlon. Mm-hmm. Right? There's certain things that I could do if I really wanted to. So truly think big and understand that life is an adventure. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's just that. It is an adventure. It's not always good. It's not always bad. Make the most of it. And from what I can remember... Or from what I know and what I understand, you only remember one life at a time. Right. That was a soap opera, by the way. One life at a time? I don't think that was the name of it. No. One life to live. One life to live. I don't know why I know that over you, but you know. Uh, you must have had a better college experience than I did. But uh, no, with, 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 without digressing, mm-hmm. tune into the, to the Lone Officer podcast. Mm. Share this with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your neighbors, your coworkers. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, well, I don't think we are now. Like once we got past like episode fifty, I was like, "Wow." We, we, yeah, we'll we'll be at episode one hundred. Damn. Yeah, in in literally no time, we should just do something special for that. We should. Yeah, we'll be at two hundred. God. In next to no time. Damn. And we're gonna be big time. I know. I, I honestly in next fact, to no time. I, I'm really looking forward to it because, like you said, I'm a big universe guy. We're gonna look back at this at episode 71. And it was like, yeah, that's the episode we really put it out there in the universe. We're gonna be big time, and then yeah. So we're we're standing by that. Yeah, we have to. I okay. signed the contract. Okay. Let's yeah. This is it. Hey, look, we can't go big time unless you like us, share us, promote us, subscribe to us, review us. Yes. Write in and tell us episodes and shows that you'd like to hear more of. Yeah, that's that's honestly great, by the way, Dio, because like we actually get some suggestions that are legit for episodes. The first couple ones we might have lied and made up some names, but I promise you, since then they've all been legit. I have paper trails. So honestly, if you guys want to hear something, if there's something you would like us to talk about, please like comment on YouTube, send Dio an email. Like that stuff works. We actually read them. Yeah, and thanks to my wife's friends and their home buying experience, we are getting ready to do a show on the who, what, when, where, and how of buying a house. Yes. We're going to talk about who should buy a house, when you should buy a house, how do you buy a house. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously, people don't know. People have questions. Yeah. Well, we're here to help you answer your questions. We want to entertain you. We want to motivate you. We want to inspire you. And educate. At the end of the day, we want to educate you. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. This has been the Potpourri edition of the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.